This question apparently came from a Masifta Bocher. I assume it did. He wants to know, quote, should Masifta Bocherim have opinions? Yeah, I know. Uh, this question, uh, believe it or not, a, a grandson of mine said there was a big debate in his yeshiva a couple of years ago amongst the Bochrim and the Masifta. And uh, the Machloikis was totally in whether uh, Masifta Bochrim know enough to have opinions about anything. Now, the, the Teretz is this. There's no din specifically in Masifta Bochrim or Bochrim at all. The the answer to the question is that nobody should have an opinion about anything unless he knows what he's talking about. Emor lechokma choisiyat, Pasuk says in Mishlei. Say Chazal on the Pasuk, Emor lechokma choisiyat, Asura toimar v'imlav al toimar. If you're sure that of whatever it is that you want to say is, is true, just as sure as you are, no less sure than you know you can't marry your sister, then say it. If not, then don't say it. Now that's about saying it, about thinking also. A person has to understand when he knows and when he doesn't know. There's no such thing that a person can just make stuff up, and therefore it doesn't matter if you're a Masiftabacher or you're an old man or you're anywhere in between. If a person doesn't know anything, doesn't know what he's talking about, he should make sure that he understands that he doesn't know. Because if a person thinks that he knows, it's much harder to convince him of the truth than if a person doesn't think that he doesn't falsely think that he knows. Even the Gemara, even Chazal, the Gemara and Gitten, Bishvil Shanu Medam and Nasa sometimes even when Chazal has an opinion and they think something is true, the opinion is strong enough uh, to answer something, but not to matter something. Not every Svara is strong enough, every Svara of Chazal is strong enough even to, to matter an uh, Even if Chazal have an opinion, you have to understand if you're, how strong the opinion is, how much evidence you have that you're right. It doesn't matter who you are. Obviously, if you're a, a bocher and two, three years ago, you didn't literally did not have enough das to be makayim any mitzvah in the Torah. You weren't able to be makna anything to anybody because you had no das. And here you are a couple of years later, and now you think you know everything that's going on in the world. So the odds are very, very the odds are that that's not true. But the etzem idea that uh, about having opinions, the answer is it depends how much. How, how much you really know about what you're talking about. The Gemara says, we know the halachas ain't shin min hadin. One of the pshotim in ain't shin min hadin, the carbon aren, is that because uh, all the other midas shatayin in the reshes bahen are halacha lamoish misinai, kalvachoymer is a svara, adam don kalvachoymer miyatsmoy. And kalvachoymer, it's a svara, maybe there's a pircha to the kalvachoymer that we have not thought of. Now we're talking about chazal, and a kalvachoymer is a pretty strong svara. Kalvachoymer is a very strong svara. It's not stamat sushtel, it's a kalvachoymer. And yet, Chazal said that we're not going to give somebody an oinish, we'll make his, we'll asa things, we'll be machayev things, but we're not going to give anybody an oinish because we're not 100% sure that what we're saying is 100% right. And it's not enough of a svara, we're not a, a, sure enough in, to be able to give somebody an oinish. Taisus in Shavuos, Chafbeis, Omid Beis. About a certain svara, ibois emo svara, ibois emo kro. If you want, there's a posik. If you want, there's a svara. Asks Toisus Monavshach if it's a svara, lomeli kro svarahu. So the Toisus says that there's some svaras that are not so poshut, and you need a posik to tell us that the svara is right. 
even when Chazal had svaras, they knew that there are svaras that are stronger and there are svaras that are not as strong. And if a person takes a svara that's not strong enough and he goes with it and he preaches it and he overreaches, that's the word, if he overreaches, then he's Mama Shabal Machloig. You know, this is my Pshat and Kairach, right? Kairach, I, I always wonder about him. Tell me, when Kairach came to Moshe Rabbeinu with his Shtiklach Torah, his Shtusim, about a bias Mole Svarim, about a Talis Kuloi Tchelis, did he think he was right? Here's my question. If he really thought that he was right, if he really honestly thought that a Talis Kuloi Tchelis should be Potter from Tzitzis and a bias Mole Svarim should be Potter from Mezuzah, then why is he considered a Balmach Loikis? Why was he considered Shaloi L'Shem Shamayim? What did he do? He was Chaylik on Moshe Rabbeinu. Now you could say he's a Chotzef, and much worse than a Chotzef also. You could say that uh, he still shouldn't be Chaylik on Moshe Rabbeinu, but if he really thought that this was right, he had Ruach HaKodesh, and he, was a, uh, he had 250 members of the Sanhedrin on his side. Why was it considered Shaloi L'Shem Shamayim if he honestly thought he was right? He honestly thought, so he was very mistaken, very misled. Why was he considered a Balmach Loikis? Don't we hear all the time, well, if somebody disagrees with your opinion, uh, don't uh, say that he's just a Balmach Loikis, maybe he just sees things differently. If Kairach just saw something differently, I understand you're not allowed to be chaylik on Nevoas Moshe. That's a different Avera. So he did an Avera. Let's say, no problem. Why was he considered a Balmach Loikis Shaloi L'Shem Shamayim? Elamai, we're going to say that Kairach knew that he was wrong and he was just jealous of Moshe Rabbeinu and he was jealous of Aaron Hakayin. And Mamele, he just want, he knew deep down he really just wanted to make trouble and make a rebellion. But Oibazoi, why wouldn't he be afraid to come to Moshe Rabbeinu with a shtikl Torah that he knew was a shtus and try to uh, tell Moshe Rabbeinu that he doesn't know what he's talking about? Wouldn't he be afraid that Moshe Rabbeinu would slug him up in two seconds and he'd have big bizyonis? If you had a shtikl Torah that you know was a shtus, would you go over to the Chazonish and try to, because maybe you were jealous, right? Maybe you had kinem, maybe had midas, you know, Kairach had bad midas. Wouldn't you be, unless you're jealous of the Chazonish, so you want to shlug up the Chazonish, so you take a psak of his, and you make a shtikl Torah that you know makes no sense. Does it make any sense that you would do this? And go to the Chazonish and then tell him, look, I'm going to shlug you up, and you make a whole shtikl Torah that you know is shtusim. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to have bizyonis. So why didn't Kairach think that he's going to have bizyonis? Mamonifshach. What, what, what was going through Kairach's head is the question. Teret says, I have a few Teretzim, but let's assume now we're going with this one. Kairach thought he was right. But what was Kairach's raya that he was right? In both cases, his raya was from a Kalvachoymer. Is a Kalvachoymer a 100% good svara? No. Enoin shin min hadin. We're afraid maybe there's a pircha to the Kalvachimer. And uh, if he wants to have an opinion, that's one thing. But in order to take your opinion and go to Moshe Rabbeinu and make a rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu, forget the Avera for now of Michael Kanavuas Moshe. We're not talking about that. We're talking about 
his l'shem shemayim and shloy l'shem shemayim kite. You go to go to Moshe Rabbeinu uh, because you have an opinion and make a revolution and and tell people that Moshe is wrong. You're a bal machloikis because you really don't know that you you really don't know what you're talking about. If a kalvachomer is not a good enough svara to give somebody malchus kalvachomer, pardon the pun, it's not enough of a, a svara. It's not strong enough to make a revolution against my shabenu. Rethink it. Think it over another hundred thousand times. Figure out maybe there's a pircha. You do not do what Kairach did on a svara that maybe there's a pircha. If there was no pircha at all, he would be wrong. Uh, but uh, he wouldn't be considered Shaloi L'Shem Shemayim because the, we have to be choshish for all Kalvachimers. Maybe there's a Pircha. He could not have been 100% uh, sure. How, sh- how unsure was he? He wouldn't give a guy Malkus with such a Svarah. If you wouldn't give a guy Malkus for su- with such a Svarah, you can't uh, make a revolution. So before you do something, you need to understand, okay, you have an opinion. You have an opinion. Do you know what you're talking about? Are you 5% sure, 10% sure? What is it based on? And I'll tell you, it's a very important thing, that it's a very advisable thing, very important not to uh, have an opinion on something and certainly not to act on it unless you really know what you're talking about. And here's why. There's a shtickle Torah in the Tshuva Smaral Bach. The Chachamim in his days had a machloikis whether to reinstitute the smicha, the smicha from Moshe Rabbeinu. The Mar- Mari Beirav wanted to do it, and the Maral Bach did not want to do it. And the Roiv held like the Mari Beirav to reinstitute the smicha. And the Maral Bach, in something called Kuntras HaSmicha, describes the, what happened in the machloikis. And he says that the Mari Beirav Taina, that we're the Roiv, and Achayrabim Lahatos, you have to follow us. So says the Maral Bach, it's not true. The only time Achayrabim Lahatos applies regarding Shitas is where, let's say, like in a case of a Sanhedrin, where everybody sits down, they all hear the evidence, nobody's coming with predetermined opinions, and now everybody discusses it together. You hear uh, my shita, I hear your shita, you hear my kasha on you, you hear your kasha on me, you hear my kasha on me, etc. And rubai mitoich kuloi, we, now that we all shared our svaras and our thoughts and our kashas and our turutsim, now we vote and we have a roiv. But if you decided over there something and someone else decided over there and a third person decided in the third place, there's no din rabim lahatois like that. When we, there's no such din. That's what the Maral Bach says. So the Mari Rav says, no problem. Let's get together now and discuss it. And then I'll hear your side, you hear my side, and we'll take a vote, says the Maral Bach. It's too late. And he's talking about the Mari, Mari Rav and Roiv Chachomim in his day. He says that it's too late because if you would not have paskined and acted on a psak until now, and you didn't have an opinion, then we can get together and discuss it. But after people form their opinions, now to get together and discuss it, you're Nagea Bedavar. Whoever makes a psak and acts on the psak is a Nagea Bedavar, because Kisufa le Milsa And it doesn't mean something chas bad about somebody. 
Uh, and a gius is an gius. We're all human beings. If somebody is, uh, drinks a lot of wine, he gets shicker. If somebody gets uh, poked with a needle, he'll bleed. And if somebody has an opinion, makes a psak, acts on a psak, then kisufalei milsalameder. It's it's a negeia bedavris has an gius not to be choiser. So such a roiv wouldn't work in such a case either. Such a roiv wouldn't work in such a case. I mentioned uh, last week that Rabbi Sroll Salanta praised the Salanta Dayan that if he would make a psak on a chicken, he would rethink the Shaila again and again. And if he found that what he paskin before was not right, he would call the lady back and bring the chicken back. And that was considered a great, great big mila of the Salanta Dayan, uh, the, the Rabbi Sroll Salanta said. But even though there are tzaddikim that can do that, alpidin in the din hilchas rabim lahatois in the din regarding the zemachloikis, we are choishish of kisufalei milsulameder, and therefore the lesson is: once you form an opinion, it's going to be very hard to undo it. It's like unringing a bell. There was a a rosh hashiva that had a good vort. He said. Why is it that there are that there are Talmidei Chachomim that have hashkafos that pasnish for them? Very the bad hashkafos. And if you look at their hashkafos compared to their level in learning, their being a Talmud Chacham, it it doesn't make sense. It's a it's a kasha. So there are a lot of terutzim to such a thing. But this Rosh Hashiva had a teretz, and he says like this: that these Talmidei Chachomim had their opinions before they became Talmidei Chachomim. Maybe they were brought up this way. Maybe this is what they were taught in their yeshiva. Maybe they formed an opinion when they were Masifta Bachar. Whatever. If they had their opinion first, before they became Talmud Chachamim, now they become a Talmud Chacham. Now they're Negeya Bedavar, and now they have to undo what they did. So we, have, we should be very careful before we form an opinion. We have to understand. We have to know when we don't know. You know the vote from the uh, Yismach Moshe. It's also brought down from the Yitav Leif. Some other places. Ishbar lo yeda uksilo yovin asois. Ishbar. What does it mean? Ishbar lo yeda uksilo yovin. What's the difference between the Ishbar and the Ksil? He says Ishbar lo yeda. An Ishbar doesn't know, but he knows that he doesn't know. Ksil lo yovin asois. The Ksil doesn't even know this. The Ksil thinks he knows. Ishbar, at least, he knows he doesn't know. But the Ksil, he's a fool, he thinks he knows. I tell this is the Pshat in Megillus Esther. Esther comes to Achashverosh, and she tells him, there's somebody that wants to kill me and my people. I'm not going to tell you who he is yet. Somebody wants to kill me and my people, please help. Ahashverish gets all angry and he says, No, no problem. We'll kill who is this? Who is this guy? He's all angry, he's gonna kill the guy. Then she says, Homan Horohaze. I have a question. Why did Esther have to play that game? Why did first she why first did she tell Ahashverish there's somebody, I'm not telling you who, who wants to kill us, and then he says, and she says, Homan, why couldn't she just say, Homan wants to kill me and my people? The Teretz is, because had she said that, she would be wor- she's worried. Who says Ahasuerus would be on her side? 
Maybe Ahasuerus should be on Haman's side. Ahasuerus really liked Haman. He killed Vashti. Maybe he'll kill Esther. Who says he'll be, who, who says he'll side with her? So here's what she did. First she said, somebody, I don't want to say who wants to kill me, wants to kill me and my people. Ahasuerus got so angry. He didn't think it was Haman. He got so angry. He says, oh, we're going to kill that guy. Who is it? Me, who's who? Now she says, Haman. Now, he, if he wants to be on Haman's side, he'd have to be choyzer from what he already decided. And now, so now he's not going to do it. If the uh, great Rishonim, if the great sages, uh, and the truth is, though, now I'll tell you, if, if a person plans on growing up to be a Talmud Chacham, so then he doesn't want to form his opinions very early. It's a very simple cheshben. Look, take a 30-year-old Talmud Chacham, a 40-year-old Talmud Chacham. Does it make any sense that this man, 30, 40-year-old Talmud Chacham, should have his decisions or his opinions or his hashkafas decided by a 15-year-old kid? Imagine asking a 15-year-old kid, what should I hold about this? Doesn't make any sense, right? But, that's also true regarding if that 15-year-old kid was this Talmud Chacham when he was 15 years old. If somebody decides now when he's 15 years old what his hashkafas are, then when he's 30 years old and he made that decision already, and because of the Nagiyas, he really is not going to be able to be choyzer, so he, you have a Talmud Chacham whose decisions are being made by teenagers. That's what this Rosh Hashiva was, in essence, a warning about. But that's if you plan on, and if you plan on being a Talmud Chacham, it's Pasha Rashad, because Talmud Chachamim calls man shemaz kinam, daitam yusheves alehem. Why would, never mind that you don't know enough when you're a kid. Why would you, when you're, uh, you're, you're just a, a youth, make a decision with your das if you really don't know? We're talking about you really don't know. And when you get older, your das is going to be much better. Daitam yusheves alehem. So if you plan on being a Talmud Chacham, it's a very unwise thing to do. If you plan on be growing up to be an Amoritz, then yeah, then yeah, because it says Amehoritz Kolzman Shmaskinim Daiton Meturefes Alehem. The older they get, the stupider they get. So if you want to chaparain when you're still smart and you plan on growing up to be an Amoritz, then yeah, make up your mind while you're still in yeshiva, because if you grow up to be an Amoritz, you're just going to get stupider as you grow up. If I remember right, it's a Sefer Chasidim. I think it's Sefer Chasidim. That says the Amorit should eat stuff that's kosher l'shicha to get all the shtusim out of his head. So if a guy plans on growing up to be an Amorit, then yeah, definitely he should do it. But even then, he should know that he doesn't know. This is only stuff that he does know, not put stuff on his side. Look, it's very simple. Look, if let's say you're a Masifta. When I say not that, when I say what I just said, I don't mean that you don't know anything. That's impossible. Of course you know something. If you hear a story that um, Reb Chaim Kanievsky said that the brach on a granola bar is tefillah saderach, you're not going to believe it. And even the Masifta Bach has a right to say, no, that's ridiculous. You know what? Because you know a granola bar may be uh, mezoinus, it may be adama, but I know it's not tefillah saderach. And everybody knows it's not feel so derech. And if you hear somebody say so, you say, no, that doesn't make any sense. But if somebody says a mezayinus, then you got to start thinking twice. But if somebody knows Hilchas Brachas, then it's a different story. I mentioned before the Machloikas Rabbeinu Tam and the Goinim. Let's say a kid's born, Erev Shabbos Ben Hashmoshes, right? 
So when do you make the bris? You can make the bris Friday, you can make the bris on Shabbos, or you can make the bris on Sunday. If you're a supik, then you make the bris on Sunday. If you're going to not paskin like one way or the other. But one thing's for sure. There's the bris is not on Wednesday. Nobody's going to tell you the bris is on Wednesday. And it doesn't matter how much chokhmah you have. If somebody tells you the bris is on Wednesday, well, you're right. You have a right to an opinion that the bris is not on Wednesday. Because you know. The aside is you have to know what you know. And you have to be moidal ho'emes and know what you know. And what you don't know, you don't know. It's not always so easy. Everybody knows the Rambam, what's brought to shame the Rambam, that tachlis uh, ha'idiyah, that we should know that we don't know. That's the biggest idea. So the problem is that a lot of times people don't realize how much there more there is to know about a topic. And if you don't know that how much there is to know, then you just have to assume that maybe there is and you're, you're misupic. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you don't know. It doesn't matter who you are. It's that simple.